and welcome to the Interior Design MBA podcast. I'm your host, David Shepard, and my goal is to share with you the most successful and often simplest strategies available to interior designers to improve their bottom lines, find more time to design, and generally enjoy life more by earning what they deserve. Now, let's get started. The four stages of interior design practice evolution. There are four stages of evolution that successful interior designers may go through if they are committed to growth. It's important to note that advancement from one stage to the next is optional, and there are pros and cons about life within any of the stages. Where problems occur is when firms drift from one stage to another without clear awareness and planning, or they get stuck in what I call the donut hole in between stages. Stage one is that of the sole practitioner. And the critical skill required is the ability to manage oneself. It takes substantial self-discipline to be the sole source of lead development, design, and most of the bookkeeping and administration, though part-time bookkeepers are common at this level. Stage two is when a sufficient number of jobs are won and are different enough in nature that managing projects becomes the critical skill. This is generally when principals consider more sophisticated software tools. Many who remain sole practitioners at this stage move forward with adopting AutoCAD, Studio Designer, or other procurement software, Asana, or other task management tools, etc. Stage 3 is when a sole practitioner sustains enough business month after month and year after year to justify hiring other people. The critical skill then becomes... Managing people, a skill that few designers have any experience in or training for doing. It's common for a stage three firm to quickly scale up to three to four employees, including a junior designer and an individual who shares bookkeeping and procurement management. Other part-timers may include a CAD operator, an intern or executive assistant, and a variety of outsourced help, including technology and marketing. Stage four is when a firm continues to grow and continues to add people. Soon enough, the principal's time, the principal who presumably still wants to do design work, is overwhelmed by managing people. Gross margins in your industry rarely allow for the hiring of a general manager or equivalent. So the only way out of this dilemma is to develop efficient systems that increase productivity, providing the leverage for a firm to continue to grow without constantly adding people and to minimize the management time of the principal. The critical skill of stage four is thus managing systems. To be profitable, the stage you are in must match the level of revenue that is obtained. Since revenues in the interior design business are hard to project and often experience wild swings up and down, each stage must have the flexibility to grow or shrink at least 30% without having to move to the next or previous stage. When a backlog of business or proposals in which you are highly confident suggests that you can support a higher stage for at least six months, it is probably time to make the leap to that next higher stage. Keep in mind that there may also be a time to move down this continuum, say moving from stage three managing people, back to a lower stage. We often see this when an older designer moves back to a sole practitioner role as a sort of semi-retirement. 
Said another way, and to paraphrase airline attendants, don't forget that the nearest exit door may be behind you. What stage are you in, and what factors can you imagine that might make you move from one to the next? In other words, what is the right size for your practice? You'll never be as profitable as you could be until you get this just right. This is David Shepard, and with every episode of this podcast, I will try to simplify your business, improve your bottom line, and make running your business more fun. Be sure and subscribe to the Interior Design MBA podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. You can also find episodes on our website at idmba.org, along with our great courses, including the Interior Design MBA Certification Program. Now, go earn what you deserve.